0: Hello and welcome to the Malouli Asset Management Podcast. Today is March 11th, 2015. This is Brendan and today Tom and I have some maybe uh, strange advice coming from investment advisors for uh, everybody here.
1: We think that for some people, uh, maxing out your 401k might not be a great idea. Probably not what you're expecting to hear on an investing
0: podcast. Yeah, uh, definitely not the general advice that you would uh, expect to hear from our industry Um, most of the time you're gonna hear that you should be maxing out your 401k absolutely like no matter what before you make any other investments because you're never going to get that type of tax advantage saving
1: anywhere else and so that's true it is true and and we agree with that advice wholeheartedly however Over the last few years, we've seen several examples where people have started investing for the long term for their retirement, and something short term comes up, and they've got no safety net. They've got nothing. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it does seem like strange advice coming from investment advisors. Yeah. And not having that, that money saved up for when they need it in the short term really comes
0: down to your personal cash flow. And... This is something that gets overlooked a lot by financial planners in the industry, you know, it gets kind of lost in uh, all the estate planning and like tax tax advice and stuff, which is all valuable good advice, but to the average person, I think, you know, how how many how much money do I have in my pocket on a on a daily, weekly, monthly, yearly basis is more real.
1: It's, it's, very, matters. it's very real, and uh, there's a large percentage of people in our line of work that don't even address it. Yeah. And I truly believe that when you sit down, even with a yellow pad and a pen, and you start ironing out for everybody, okay, how much are your expenses, and let's talk about cash flow they really want to talk about this, but they haven't met too many financial planners that are ready to talk about it. Right. And this is a really simple conversation to have. I mean,
0: what kind of what kind of questions are we asking people when, when we're talking about their cash flow?
1: Right. Let's just sit down and figure out where does the money go on a monthly basis. And, you know, Brendan, you and I read these investing textbooks and we read online about investing all the time. So this is second nature to us, but a lot of people just never had that conversation even with themselves, or or maybe their parents never had it with them. And so they just don't really know. They, you know, you hear the, the old line that there's more month at the end of the month than money, and they just can't handle it. But it really doesn't take much to figure out, okay, what's your car payment? What is your insurance cost? What's your mortgage payment or your rent? How much do you spend on food? Sure. And I mean, a really simple way to do that is just save the, you know, the the long receipt from the food store. If you go once a week or twice a week, just stuff them in an envelope somewhere for eight weeks. It's not a long period of time. At the end of eight weeks, that's two months, take them out, add them up, get the average. That's what you spend every week. Going through those type of numbers... Can, can really save you from
0: uh, bad situa- messy situations where you don't ha- you don't have the money that you need yeah uh, or you have the money that you need but it's not accessible it's or as accessible as it should be
1: yeah uh, and we're not talking you know a lot of times people cringe when they hear the word budget like I cringe when I hear the word diet I just don't it's something I don't want to do but I prob- probably should. We're not telling people to change their lifestyle. You know, if you like to go to Starbucks every day on the way to work, just that's factor cool. it in. Yeah, yeah that's okay. Yeah. So what we're talking about is how much do you need on a monthly basis on average to live your lifestyle? Then we can, we've can we got something to work with and mm-hmm. we can base it from there. Because without those numbers,
0: uh, you know, people... People just jump in blindly to, you know, contributing the maximum amount to uh, their retirement account at work. And in the process, uh, they, they skip some really important stuff uh, on top of cash flow. We're talking about, you know, setting aside a few months' expenses in the bank. That's really right. important.
1: I mean, I mean it's, it's we were just talking about what's going on in the NFL now before we turned the microphone on. There's a lot of things happening. This is the equivalent of, you know, if you're investing and you're maxing out your 401K contribution and you don't have an emergency fund, this is like throwing a Hail Mary on first down. You don't need to be doing that. Let's work on getting a couple of first downs first. And the way you do that is, like Brendan was just saying, you've got to have your numbers down cold but on top of that, things happen. Things happen every month. And you've got to have that emergency fund set aside. It's got to be, we always talk about, a minimum of six months of expenses before you can really start to invest for the long haul. you got to have that. Mm-hmm. So
0: creating an emergency fund, setting aside a couple months' expenses, uh, assessing your cash flow these are really important things to do before you start contributing to your 401k in the maximum because after you get all these things done you really know what you can truly afford to contribute at that time and still live comfortably and be okay if something happens
1: and you need a couple thousand dollars or whatever it may be right see now having that Six months' expenses in the bank is important, but what Brendan's referring to is that emergency fund. Yeah, you know, you could be driving home tonight, and all of a sudden, you find out you need a new transmission. Yeah, you know, or you've got something that you know you've got something happen at home where you need to get your hands on twenty five hundred dollars right now. Right, and we see this happen
0: all the time, where people, you know, they have really good intentions and and they're saving, investing for their future, and that's that's really great, but. Uh, the, the plan only works until this unforeseeable expense arises, like the transmission or something, right. and then they need a couple thousand dollars, but the only place they have a couple thousand dollars is their retirement account where it's not really accessible Ugh. to them. Yeah. I mean, taking from a retirement account is, is never something that anybody plans on, but it happens all the time. It
1: does, and when you start to add up how much it costs to get money out of a retirement account, like if you're taking money out of your IRA, it's... Now this money is going to become taxable to you. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a 10% penalty. You've got federal taxes. You've got state taxes. It's a mess. You're going to wind up taking about 60% of what you know you started with. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to wind up in your pocket. It's a disaster. Yeah. So uh, we want to stress again that investing for the future, that is awesome. And it's really great. And you need to do it. you got to take care of number one. Yeah. And if you can...
0: If you assess all of these things and you can afford to max out your 401k contributions or Man, whatever your retirement account that's is, that's awesome. Step on the you gas, should you, yeah. should you should be doing that. And then we agree with the general advice from the in- industry uh, right. in that case. But right. you you need to realize what those numbers are first before you can just jump in and, and blindly start contributing.
1: I think we surprise some clients, uh, Brendan, when we're talking with them in, in the office or on the phone. And we... They want to jump in head first and start maxing out their contribution. And we tell them to start start with something a little smaller, something yeah. they can handle.
0: I think it's better to be conservative when you're contributing because you can always increase your contributions down the road, Right, but it's pretty difficult to try and get money out of this
1: or yeah. dial back. Right. And, you know, when we talk about dialing back or investing in general, you need to know that none of the securities that we mention in any of our podcasts represent past specific recommendations of the firm uh this podcast it's not a recommendation to buy or sell any securities that we happen to mention here but more importantly if you're relying on a podcast just a podcast for investment advice we think you might be making a mistake and so we strongly urge our listeners to always consult with an investment advisor before they're making a decision to buy or sell any kind of investment now if you don't have an investment advisor We'd be happy to answer whatever questions you have without any kind of obligation or any kind of cost. You can pick up the phone. We're in New Jersey. Our phone number is 732-223-9000, or you can find us on the web at malooly.net.
0: All right. That's all we have for now. We'll be back next week with a new podcast, and thanks for listening.